0: Welcome to my testimony and uh today we have another exciting episode yes good friend of ours man um great singer musician um I mean you guys will hear his story this is just amazing I'm so glad and this is this is also overdue we should have have had you on a long time ago but nothing before it's time so just want to welcome Josiah Ruff to my testimony welcome Josiah. Hey
1: thank you so much for having me on um appreciate it yeah yeah I know you said it's overdue but it's you know it is what it is yeah
0: nothing before it's time Josiah so and I know God is gonna bless us today as we um, partake of your testimony so we're looking forward
1: glad to get into it
0: Before we get into our Josiah's testimony, let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, we thank you so much for allowing us to be here today. Thank you for Josiah and his family. We thank you for his testimony. And we pray as he shares with us today, that our souls will be watered and we all be blessed. And we, we will all be drawn closer to you, we pray in Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Amen. Okay, Josiah, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Yep. Where did
0: you? Where were you born? Where are
2: you
1: from? That kind of thing. Where were you raised? Mm. Well, I'm I'm a West Coast kid. I I was born in Seattle, Washington.
3: Oh wow!
1: Uh, shortly after my birth, we moved to um, Texas, mm. okay. Fort Worth, Texas, and then shortly after that, we moved to Fresno, California. Mm. Wow! And then after that. <laughs> We moved to Hanford, California, which is somewhere in the country, in the very middle of uh, California. Mm. Um, That's where I grew up uh, for Mm. the most part. I think we moved there when I was about 12. Mm. And I spent uh, most of my time there between the age of 12 and 20. I guess I moved out to South Florida in 29 at 29.
0: Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yep. So while your dad was in the army, why you guys moved so much? Well, my father was in the military, but it wasn't because of that.
1: Mm. Um, He moved to Seattle uh, just uh, after getting married to my mother. Okay. Um, And then then we moved to Texas uh, through a job. I think he was working for Xerox at the time. Mm. Uh, And then they moved to Texas And he continued his job there Uh, my dad was a uh i don't know if i could you call it a serial auntie he just had a lot of businesses going so he would he'd be doing this he'd be doing that he he'd always have a business uh running and um so you know that's what he was doing then we moved to uh california uh where he grew up and it's kind of where we kind of lived for most that's where i most resonate with is california because that's where my formative years were
0: okay years. right
2: do you, you right. have siblings
1: i do i'm the youngest of of uh three kids oh. uh, my brother hannah and i is a pastor in uh at a bakersfield Southside sda church okay and my sister uh lydia is uh an esthetician in uh fresno california where she works and she teaches I don't know how to say the thing esthetology, or something I like that. She, yeah, she works <laughs> and teaches that and so um yeah and I'm the youngest uh uh of the three. Awesome. Okay. Awesome.
0: And awesome. and and you you're a musician so were you always musically inclined when you were growing up?
1: I want to say yes and no. I I remember when um I was about 6 or 7 my mom showed me a picture when we lived in Seattle of me banging on the piano as a baby, but all Mm -hmm. babies do that. Right. Um, I think I started piano lessons at the age of six. Uh, and I did, I don't think they lasted very long because we moved from Texas Mm. to California. And then I started in earnest at the age of nine.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, um, not only playing the piano, but you sing, sing man. Too. So that voice, man, you got that from God, man. That talent. Because y- I yeah, mean, that, that's... Y- if you guys never heard Josiah sing, man, come on, man.
1: <laughs> yes, please go check it. Check it out. On YouTube. No, 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 be I'm not gonna be shameless here, but um, I, I didn't start singing. Was kind of a fluke. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. No lie. It was. A, it was kind of a fluke. I mean you know, all the kids singing youth choir and the baby Mm -hmm. choir and and all that. And I was going to um, Fresno Westside SDA church, uh, my home church where I grew up. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were doing this play called uh, Vinegar Boy. I think Mm -hmm. I was about nine years old or something like that. And uh, they gave me the solo called The Real Me. And so I sang it. It and that's when i realized hey you know you could you could hold a note so
0: (laughs) uh realize you realize you a little you're a little bit all right
1: (laughs) i I, yeah i wasn't um that i mean just the fact that everybody sang in the choir so i didn't really think i was that special but you know then they gave me the solo and i did well in it and then i started picking up other songs and i was like oh okay I, i can sing um a little bit Mm. Um, but i i never really equated myself better than most i just um i i literally thought everybody could sing
0: Mm. Mm. right so yeah
1: that's that's (laughs) kind of how it went down right um but i didn't um my when i first started taking voice lessons it happened after my sister was taking voice lessons Mm and um she was singing a song and she needed a duet partner oh. and i ended up singing it with her i believe it was like one of those lorna harris songs like i just seen jesus oh yeah and uh, my the her voice teacher was like you're hitting all those notes because lorna harris sings super high yeah, of yeah, he does. and um yeah. Yeah. and so i was singing those mm-hmm. and he was like you need to you need to be trained and and so then i started getting uh voice training from um earl myers uh, he's a a really prominent voice teacher in fresno california is like Mm -hmm. and he went to my church too so that was like a boom and um so i looked up to him and he was he was my first
0: voice teacher so nice Mm -hmm. nice
2: yeah wow so you continued your schooling over there in california college as well
1: no 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 no. i went to oakwood oh
3: you
1: did i went to oakwood in the 90s i started 19 ninety eight. Okay. <laughs> and okay. uh um and I was there for three years okay. until about two thousand and
0: one. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And what, what did you major in?
1: Well I I was a music major. Um okay. ju- just uh those early uh experiences with music hmm. uh led me to be like okay this is what I wanna do
3: right
1: uh for my life right. and yeah. So I went to Oakwood and I was like, yes, I'm going to major in music. And I I quickly learned that <laughs> not everybody can sing mm-hmm. <laughs> not everybody's as good mm-hmm. as everybody else. Right. And um, you know, I I wasn't one of the like the best folks there either or the prominent singers, which was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I quickly learned a lesson in humility when I got on campus. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: wow. Uh, right. Right. Yeah, lead us into the next question though, because um born and raised um Seventh-day Adventist in the church. So tell mm-hmm. us about that experience with you growing up in the church.
1: Wow. Um so you grow up in the church, um, as a lot of seventh Adventists will uh testify. It's just a regular, normal, sheltered life. Mm. Uh you know, I grew up in a black church. I went to um, and not trying to be political here, but went to white schools for most of my life. Right. Um, And uh, we we were, again, sheltered. Uh, We had a lot of do's and don'ts running in our minds. Um, But our spirituality uh, growing up in Adventist home. Well, for me, I I am not going to speak for everybody else, Mm -hmm. but for me was I mean, I believe this stuff i knew the stories and you know um but it really ellen white talks about when you're a christian you need to have an experiential relationship with christ right. i didn't have any of that all of my experiential relationship with christ was through my parents and through my grandparents mm-hmm. they're the ones that had faith they're the ones that you know had a journey i i didn't have any of those things right. um so i was basically running on the christianity of my predecessors right
3: Mm. Mm. yeah
2: wow Wow. yeah yeah when did you get to the stage where you realize that you know you need to have that relationship yourself with god
1: yeah um that's real real simple um i got into a how do i say this so that nobody looks bad (laughs) i i got into an argument with my 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 dad mm. and uh he cut me off uh yeah uh, financially uh we didn't talk so i guess emotionally too mm. and um where where i was supposed to be going to college or to school he he withdrew all financial support mm. so i didn't have any um Familial support, financially or emotionally. I mean, my brother was still there uh, with me, but um, I mean, he wasn't really much help <laughs> at that time. Mm. Um, but uh, so that's that's really when it, when it, when the 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 flip the switch flipped because it was like, all right, look, is God gonna be everything to you? Everything you need? Provide for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, take care of you? Mm-hmm. Support? all of those things because you don't have your parents to to lean on you mm-hmm. don't you're all what as the song says um in abide with me when when other uh helpers flee when all the comforts go away help of the helpless and i was totally helpless mm-hmm. but god was with me and that's when i realized that being a christian had more benefits than just coming to church and shouting and screaming and rolling up and down and doing this and that and the other it's it's Mm. it's like a real everyday life walk right Mm. right wow Wow. so incidentally um i i my uh my home life didn't really get much better Mm. uh for about uh, two and a half three years Mm. i moved back to california in 2003 Mm. um but what i did learn between that time um 2001 and 2003 was that god was he was he was going to be there with me he was going to support had kind of an experience like jacob you know Mm -hmm. and you make this deal with god hey if you give me food and a land and all this stuff then i'll give you tithe and offering but i Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know realized quickly that you don't have to make deals like that with god Mm -hmm. he loves you anyway he's gonna hook you up right You you just gotta um you got to believe and right you got to move
0: like you believe yeah mm. yeah wow mm. Yep. so when you moved back to california in 2003 what was going on over there and uh, where was your mom to in this, in this?
1: Well, well um my mother was in all of this um but she she was she was there but you know it was kind of difficult because you know when you're your parents make a decision right you know, your mom has to support your dad you Right. Know? right that she can't because if not then that messes their relationship up yeah, and that yeah, you know, yeah. You right you understand you guys of, are married. of course yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so <laughs> right um you know she was she was there she was supportive as much as she could be supportive but um in essence um i didn't really understand her role until i became married and Mm. had kids and you know you those things you don't get when you're when you when you ain't got nobody depending on you when you don't have you know you don't you don't get those things so um as time went on literally it wasn't until, man my late 30s that i really got it and i understood and i was able to move through the process of forgiving my parents for mm-hmm. what went down, mm-hmm. um, because man, I was holding a lot of Isn't bad things. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: okay.
3: yeah.
2: So, how did this journey now come to Florida? What made you come to Florida?
1: Okay, so to th- to ask me that question again. I didn't really hear you.
2: How did you get to Florida with your spiritual journey? How? Why did you choose oh. to come to Florida?
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a lot of steps in between, but. Um, in 2003 i moved back to california Mm -hmm. and uh, i started a well my whole point of going back to california was really to kind of reconcile with my parents Mm -hmm. um and and for for all intents and purposes with my dad Mm -hmm. um and that kind of happened i mean if you ever have a weird relationship with your parents you know sometimes it's up sometimes it's down sometimes Mm -hmm. it's weird right it is what it is Um, and so, uh, during that process, I started a business, uh, it was a recycling company. Mm. Uh, and then, um, and I was really just doing that. Um, it was, I kind of left music in the back burner and just kind of went as Moses did in the wilderness and started tending sheep okay um and i just but for me it was trash because my family traditionally was in the garbage business my grandfather owned a garbage business Mm. my father owned a garbage business i own a garbage business Mm. mine was recycling Mm. um and uh so i was doing that i did that for six years in 2009 Mm. ironically my father and I fell out again <laughs> over another business situation. Wow. And uh, that's what kind of precipitated the move here to South Florida. Uh, in the meantime, I got married to uh, Sarah. You guys mm-hmm. know Sarah Ruff. Yeah. Um, I, I I met her uh, while I was traveling with uh, an evangelist, Ray Patrick, um, singing with him. And we I'm, we met at uh, Mount Olivet SDA Church. Oh, okay. and we got married I met her in 2005 we got married 2007 we moved to Miami in 2009 all So right. it's kind of you know how that all went down this that's a whole story you got to bring her on to tell that yeah, testimony to, to tell wow. tell story. <laughs> yeah
0: and and Sarah is 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 a is a amazing very accomplished musician. musician man I remember the first She's time amazing. I saw her playing yeah. i think if she yeah. was playing for um for andre and and his sisters and his the sisters. Eq yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i was she's like amazing. wow she just that piano was just like sounds are coming out differently man so
1: yeah they yeah, no yeah. she man much a much uh very accomplished uh pianist uh she's a great violinist mm-hmm. uh the, what people don't know about her she's an excellent composer um mm-hmm. uh, she's Coming up with songs, I wish she would release them as much, as, you know. But um, yeah, she 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 writes songs and she produces and she records. She does basically everything uh, that you would. You just she just doesn't uh, like big it up as much right. as you know most people do. But she's right. she's really excellent. Yeah. Yeah,
0: she's very she's very humble too. Mm-hmm. Very very humble. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah you guys you guys you guys make beautiful music together man and um no thank you and and, and beautiful beautiful kids too man <laughs>
1: yeah we got some really nice looking kids oh, thank god for that uh we got um just to put it out there we have what? Like, how many kids a thousand no four we have four four children just had one our mm. corona baby i love a corona baby uh,
3: yeah <laughs> that's
1: cute i was like when don't get mad at me folks in the 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 internet sphere uh when i found out that we were pregnant again i was excited and i was devastated at the same time and i was and i was happy and i was just every I was like, oh my goodness, what in the world? I just, I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, I just, I just, I was, I had a timeline mm. when the children would be out, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this just, you know, kind of.
0: Just came uh, and messed with
1: expanded, that kind of
2: God just yeah, put yeah. the timeline back. He just pushed it yeah. back.
1: <laughs> so, you know, but thank God for Isaiah. Thank God for him. Yeah, man. Um, love him to death. He's teaching me a whole lot about, um, I thought I had learned patience,
0: but mm. I'm learning uh-huh. it again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard those Corona babies ain't no joke, man. No. Do, you, do you see no. them on Instagram? I see them on it's Instagram all the time. Else. They're climbing really? all over the place, They're doing all kinds of stunts. Yeah, <laughs> But
1: you know, I, he's supposed to be napping right now, but um, he, I left him, I left him on the couch and, you know, he faked like he was going to sleep. He ain't sleep. I hear him in there uh, tearing stuff up. So I after this interview, I got to go clean up the house before Sam oh, gets boy,
0: <laughs> It's all good, though. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep, wow. So. um tell us a little bit about your your ministry your your music ministry ministry, with you and Sarah, and how you guys are ministering together and you by yourself with your album and all that stuff
1: well (laughs) man um okay so when when i was this kind of starts back in high school Mm. um I, i wrote this song uh and I hope I don't get kicked out of the church for this. I wrote this song called <laughs> "What Lovers Do." It's the very first song I ever wrote. Mm. No, it's not. This is the second song, but the first song was "Heaven." So that, anyway, um, so I wrote this song and I sang it for a talent show,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: I won. Um,
3: mm.
1: It was kind of stacked the deck because I was the only person that played the piano and sang. So mm. okay, like people didn't do that back in the '90s, right? Mm. Um, so. i I won that and and i realized hey you know i can write songs and so i decided that i was going to go to oakwood to study music and Mm. uh, one thing that my father uh he took me off the garbage truck and he was like okay well if music is going to be your life then music is your life now so that summer that i was going to leave for oakwood he fired me and he made me sit in the living room, and write songs every day for eight hours. Oh wow! Um, and so, songwriting became uh, not just something that I would do when inspiration hit me, but something that I could just conjure up. That's mm-hmm. not that's not a good word. That sounds like magic. Magic, right? right. Um, <laughs> it's just just you like right. you get a thought, right. and you can write a song about it. Right. Um, it became a skill, not just, you know, like a talent that you, Mm. you, that flashes of, it was something that I cultivated. Mm. And, um, so, so then I had that going into Oakwood. And then when, um, when, when my parents cut me off, I had to find a place to live and this and that and the other. And I ran into some guys and that I would, I sang with for three years. Uh, and their names were, uh, Fred, Fred Bussey. Frederick Bussey. He is a uh, a wonderful author, motivational speaker, uh, an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. It's just really all around great guy, great nuggets of wisdom. Uh, Michael Sims, uh, he's a singer, songwriter, producer. Uh, Mm -hmm. Steve uh, Reed, which is all he's also a singer, songwriter, producer, Um, and uh, I think psychologist, but Mm -hmm. off the top of my head, I can't really. Anyway, so Fred, Mike, Steve, and then Josiah, and we were montage. And mm-hmm. so we would travel, we would sing, we would rehearse, we lived together. Oh my goodness. And um, and so Fred was one of the main songwriters in the group. And um, so through him, he kind of, the way that he structured songs, um, I was like, man, because he was really prolific. And I thought I was prolific, and then I met him. Mm-hmm. And he killed me. Love and it. so I learned a lot um about how to tell stories uh from fred and um and i learned a lot about uh vocal production from mike and um how to you know layer sounds and and different things from steve and uh, you know all those things that kind of took with me and and used for my own my own junk uh, mm. uh for making music and uh, to this day, I mean, my first album I released in 2006, I can't remember. It's been so long. Um, mm-hmm. It was called Let Me Be. And yeah. it was just uh, kind of like, uh, I don't know. Your first album is usually just all the songs that been rattling around in your head for 20 years. Right. And then the second album is the one that you actually show, you know, what you can do because like all the old material is gone and then you got to get to the new material so but since 2006 I've done uh close to 12 albums oh wow um yeah and wow. uh, and all of those you know influences that have gone on from from Oakwood from Full Sail University mm-hmm. uh, from the guys the singing and montage from uh just touring different places going around the world and meeting people and get just getting their influence. And it's kind of led me to just do all the work that I've done. And right. I thank God for that and the experiences. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, um, awesome. most of these albums, they're, they're all self-produced, right? Mm.
1: Yes. Uh, for the most part, uh, there is one, uh, album that I did with, uh, A gentleman in, he's in Louisiana right now, Mm. is called Songs in the Key of Christ. A really good album. Uh, He wrote Mm. all and produced the songs. I just, I sang them for him and Mm. we kind of put it out together. Uh, It's a great album. It's just basically all the things talking about Jesus and what he is and how he, what he's done for us. And so um, that, his name is EJ Johnson. And then there's another uh, record that I did, um, a whole album that I did with another guy. Uh, His name is Cyrus Rua. It's not uh, uh, religious oriented. So, you know, I don't push them that hard, but now it's out there. So, yeah. Uh um, but he we uh i think i only produced one song on there but i did all the vocal arrangements and stuff mm-hmm. right. and um yeah so those i mean some things that i like but for the most part my records uh my albums gospel music um produced and recorded by
0: myself yes right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and that was going to be my next question mm-hmm. um which you, the music why do you choose to stick with gospel music and never went secular mm.
1: um i i uh, well i want to say this because this has been kind of like a back and forth on the river on the bank type of moment in my life because Mm -hmm. you know i do secular music right um Mm -hmm. i uh matter of fact i have a song that went number eight on billboards in in italy uh, and it's a house song
3: okay Okay.
1: (laughs) but um uh but I, I never really wanted my biggest successes to be secular. I mm. wanted them to be gospel. Uh, I wanted them to be me lifting up Christ and me uh, trying to build up the body of believers. Mm. Um, a lot of the songs that I write uh, are indicative of my journey, you know, what, um, what I've asked God to do for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what he has been for me, mm-hmm. uh, the things that I go through as a Christian. And, and I, I do believe, even though you know, we have secular aspects of our lives, right. that our spirituality is permeated into every single thing that we do. Amen. Um, yep. You know, as the Bible says, in all thy ways acknowledge him. Yep. Every single way. There's no way that's not always. Right. So, whether it be secular, whether it be religious, regardless of whether it's for the church or not, it's for God.
3: It's for God.
1: Amen. Um, you know, uh, Paul says, whatever you eat or drink, whatever you do, mm-hmm. do it to the glory of God. Yes. And so, you know, my, my, now don't, I, I'm never, I'm not perfect in this, but. You know, my my mentality is to do the most that I can for God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's one of the reasons why the crux of my work is
0: religious. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yeah,
2: that's awesome. That's awesome. So during this whole journey with you um, choosing music, how is you how have you seen God influence the decisions that you make, the people that you work with? Mm in every time that you have like another album coming out? Um,
1: hmm. Well, the the like I said before, the writing that I that I do is is from experience. Mm. Um, the I don't know if this answers your question, but I'm gonna try. The, the one of the most recent songs that I've written is called How Does It Feel? Now I know when you hear that you think about D'Angelo and the <laughs> <laughs> and stuff, but it's not that. Um, I we I wrote the song during the pandemic. Mm. Um, I hadn't been doing a lot of writing, um, and we can get to that later. But yeah, um, I it it was. I read in a book that one of the the biggest uh, problems that we, that we deal with right now is loneliness. Mm. Um, yep. and so when I wrote, how does it feel? You know, it, it was kind of like, I guess it, not really an answer to loneliness. Cause it's not about being together, but it's about telling people about the love of God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, 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 the words, the words say, um, you know, sometimes we don't want to look ourselves in the mirror. Because we don't like ourselves, Obviously. right? um Yeah, and we don't want to face our failures because we're too scared to. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but, but what if? What if I told you you were already good enough? Mm. What if I told you you were already infinitely loved? Mm. How would that feel to you? And that was the whole premise of the song. And, and you know, like when as people hear it, I just really hope that they feel, hey, the love of God just kind of shining down on them saying look i love you anyway i don't care what you did mm-hmm. I, I just love you because you're mine i made you i redeemed you and i'm coming back for you mm-hmm. so how does that feel <laughs> you know wow. so that's wow. kind of the whole point of that song
0: oh wow wow awesome. Awesome. well awesome. you gotta you gotta send me send me a little preview you know yeah.
2: You, you can um uh, sure,
0: sure, sure. yeah, Send me a little link man you don't have to send me the full <laughs> team if it's not released yet <laughs> no
1: it, it's on it's on YouTube man I, oh, okay I put the stuff out there <laughs> it's out there awesome, awesome. uh you know one 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 guy says uh you know if you if you serve your gift to the world they they'll serve you money. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just serve my gift and you know right god takes care of the rest
0: exactly wow. yeah. amen wow. amen yeah. And I and I was going to ask you. Um next question was um the pandemic. Mm. How did this whole season affect you personally and your family and your music? Mm, music. Mm-hmm. Well, um apart apart from the baby, I know uh, I know baby. it affected you. With the ah.
3: baby.
1: <laughs> well, mus- musically, it yeah. uh, it 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 forced me to re to be more creative mm-hmm. on how I deliver, how I do what I do, um, but it it has also helped me get in places. Um, before the pandemic, my music wasn't in Africa. Before mm-hmm. the pandemic, my music wasn't in China, in Japan, Indonesia, mm-hmm. Thailand. Uh, before the pandemic, I never, you know, had I didn't have listeners in Australia. I do now,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, just just this whole internet thing and zooming and people broadcasting uh, services. And I've been able to sing for places that I've never been. Mm-hmm. And uh, people, um, uh, I don't wanna say, I, I don't wanna sound boasty, but you know, people from all over the world, they email me and they're like, yo, I heard your song. Mm-hmm. Uh, the comments on YouTube, I, I'm like, wow, really? How did you hear my song? Mm-hmm way over there in Africa like exactly. and then you look at your your um your what those insights the things that you get from the uh, you know who's watching a, all yeah, that stuff YouTuber. um yeah. and you see yeah you gotta, yeah you see actually, that, you know? yeah, a for yeah so the pandemic <laughs> it, as as much as it has made us retreat into our homes mm. it has sent me out all over the world Amen. um wow. and yes. you know mm. so I, th- I thank god for those that that opportunity, but it really got me thinking that you know, as much as it was supposed to isolate us, this could be something that we use to get the gospel out to like all the little crevices of the of the world, because there's no way that we can go everywhere, you know, Mm -hmm. but we can send a little digital something a little digital something saying, God loves you. God wants to save you. God is coming. Yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's for us the same now, my testimony was um, out of the pandemic. The pandemic yeah. is when we launched it, it. just for
2: the church. <laughs>
0: yeah. And now it's going all over the world, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's amazing how yeah. God is just using this season. Although it was a dark season, it's, it's still a dark season. Oh, yeah. cloud over us. Mm. God is shining through. And allowing us to minister, you know, worldwide with these uh, digital platforms that we're doing. So, yeah. And look, look, look how, look how
1: just through this, we're fulfilling a prophecy in revelation that God says, hey, we overcome by the word of our testimony. So people are overcoming, Mm -hmm. you know, even if you feel like you don't have the, I, I always feel like I don't have anything to say, (laughs) but, 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 but. You know somebody somewhere is gonna be you know be like all right i was gonna give up but now i heard that dude he you know and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try god again we're gonna keep going we're
3: gonna you, you know may. so
1: that's really my hope you know, exactly even through music and all that stuff the, the hope is that somebody sees it and says okay you know what i'm gonna try god
0: i'm gonna keep on going right right yep I always like how you, you always lead into the next question. It, it's so amazing <laughs> the way this testimony is flowing today because every time I'm about to ask a question, you lead into it just um, oh, wow. just before okay. we do. And wow. that was going to be the next question I was going to ask you. How, wh- what is your word advice to someone mm. who is aspiring to, to get into ministry to get into like what you're ministry. doing, music ministry? Mm. What would be your words of encouragement to that person? Mm. Just start uh
1: just start if 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 you don't have a studio you got a phone everybody's got a phone Mm -hmm. um sing into your phone uh if you can't do video do voice memos and post them on youtube Mm -hmm. post them on um soundcloud Mm -hmm. just start because um yeah if you don't start and you wait until it's perfect it just never is. There's always an obstacle. There's always, you know, even if people put bad comments or bad reviews or whatever saying, ah, oh, your stuff is trash. You know how many songs I have posted and people are like, man, you need to work on your production, your mixing. You're, I don't
3: wow. care.
1: Wow. And yeah, like, you heard it. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and that was the whole point. The whole point is for people to hear your gift. It's not for. Mm. You know uh, what? Is, what is it? Jesus said, um, uh, "Let your light shine." Yes. Well, he didn't say it had to be a perfect light. It could be a dim light, but yeah. it, the more that it shines, the more that it does. And you know, you know how it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, anybody who's aspiring to do uh, music on any level, whether it just be singing special music at church or or what, just start. Just just do something. Get it out there your talent is not for you Mm. it is for the world um and as if we get out of our if we can come out of our selfishness Mm. and and share what god has given us the world would have more light uh more you know and it can't always be about uh well i'm not gonna sing if they're not gonna pay me or i'm not gonna Mm. do it can't be that um i'm not saying that people should get that's not my argument trust and believe that's not but what? what i'm saying is you have a gift you you must share it mm-hmm. if you want to be anything people have to know
3: mm-hmm.
1: um you you can't get anywhere without advertisement so <laughs> you have to advertise yeah yep. um so yeah so that's that's my advice yep. just yep. start somewhere even if it's you know playing twinkle twinkle little star and posting it on youtube
0: <laughs> right when you started right right Mm -hmm. it's amazing how god will 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 continue to grow when you give it back yes you know know, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about that your faithfulness how how important it is for you to be faithful
2: yeah especially when you're singing you know when you get up there and you've had a bad day
0: Mm
2: -hmm. or something else is going on in your life how do you maintain that connection with god when you have to get up there and sing in front of everybody yep
1: wow um that comes really from your your prayer life and your your bible study um but then you know when when you're up there on stage and you know some of the guys at plantation will tell you it's something happens and you know if you can just get out of your mind and get get out of your your body takes over and you Mm. just kind of do what you do because Mm. you've practiced it and you've done it millions of times before. And it just kind of takes over. Now, if you can connect that with your spirituality, then you can minister. But if uh, oftentimes, you know, sometimes, especially when I'm scared, um, and that happens every single time I stand up and take a microphone and get on stage, I am afraid for my life. Wow. I'm always scared. I'm not dressed right. My clothes are wrinkled. Maybe I can't hit the high <laughs> note today. Mm. I'm tired. I didn't get enough sleep. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I might not say the right thing. My voice will crack. All the. I'm. I'm afraid of every single one of those things.
3: Heard, but I've what happens
1: that. is, I just do it anyway. Right. <laughs> I just do it anyway. And whatever happens, happens because once you get going, you're going. Um, and then sometimes, sometimes, and I, this doesn't happen every time. But it's happening more and more as i'm surrendering more and more god takes over and does something really amazing and people are just ministered to in a way that you 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 couldn't do it on your own uh it, it, it you just I, I can't explain it but sometimes that happens and the more you surrender the more you um uh, as as the bible says in john abide in him and he mm-hmm. and you um then the more you know miracles happen and um things and you just see things open up
0: yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. and i've always heard uh, especially when you're ministering as mm-hmm. as musicians um even pastors too mm-hmm. um you you have to make sure you surrender that your will mm-hmm. um, because yeah. sometimes the accolades that you get though you know how how do you deal deal with that yeah how do you deal with the accolades how do you deal when people (laughs) people coming up to you after you're just singing and stuff and you know
3: yeah amazing
0: i i still blush i still feel uncomfortable
1: Mm. um it it's it's like i mean just even doing this interview with you i'm like
3: why are you calling me for this
1: <laughs> you know <laughs> i just i seriously i i feel like that and i don't and i don't think that anybody should ever get to the point where like yeah you better call me for interview
3: mm. you mm. know
1: because that's when i well i don't know they just i feel like that's the time that i'm gonna just fall down and embarrass myself and make it <laughs> you know real stupid but um <laughs> I I don't know how to deal with it I I I've always been real awkward in that situation I just Mm -hmm. like oh thanks or God praise God or you know whatever it's just kind of like you know (laughs) I I I don't know how to deal with it to be honest with you I really don't right um but you know sometimes uh incidentally um I know you you probably didn't know this but uh, I've been, for the last two years, I've been going to Andrews University, um, and I, I joined the, um, the uh, seminary program. So I'm getting an MDiv and hope to become a pastor soon. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, wow.
2: Awesome. Wow.
3: But
1: I, I, I said that to say this, that, mm-hmm. that sometimes when I preach, so you get you get in the back and, and you're shaking everybody's hand. And even those, like, sometimes in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, that was a terrible sermon or that was a terrible song or whatever <laughs> you, it is that you did um that's that's like when when god is like hey look look dummy <laughs> i'm doing this not you <laughs> right. um and so mm-hmm. those those are the kind of things that that kind of keep you uh grounded and uh, again i i say it again you have to stay connected with your own personal spirituality your own personal mm-hmm. prayer your own personal bible study well those two things uh is what keep you as a person regardless of who you are whether you're a minister or just a lay person those two things keep you grounded cuz if yep. you don't have them it's like it's not good. Yeah, mm. let's just say that. Yeah. yeah. Man. Um, yeah,
0: so. okay. yeah, well, Josiah, congratulations on um, pursuing ministry full time. Yeah. Um, and uh you heard well, it first here, you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I want to say this. I, I've been a full-time minister, uh, so to speak. Um, I I don't, uh, I, I mean, I work for myself here in the studio and mm-hmm. I do gospel music and and this and that and the other. It's just, I think I, from a young age, when in my early 20s, I knew God was calling me to to do pastoral ministry. I was just running from it. It's okay. like you, know, you read the book of Jonah and he says, and God said, go to Nineveh. And Jonah did not go to Nineveh. He mm-hmm. went the other way. Right. And that's kind of what I did. And, yep. you know, for years I thought, hey, you know, mm-hmm. as long as I'm ministering the church and I'm singing gospel music, that's good enough. That's what God wants. That's ministering. And mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong. That's. uh Oh, did we pause again?
0: No, no, we're going. Oh, OK. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I said, don't. Uh, that uh That's. That's good enough for uh those that god has called to do that mm. right but if mm-hmm. god called you to do something else and you're not doing it that's a problem yeah. um mm. and he will he'll let you know mm. um so yeah um, i'm here um doing being obedient <laughs> let's <laughs>
0: just say that yeah. amen. So. amen. amen amen mm. amen and all and all of us all of us go through that man all mm-hmm. of us go through that we here. We hear we we, we we know we know, you know, we know when God is calling us and sometimes yeah. we don't want, we don't want to hear that voice man.
1: <laughs> no, because you know, it messes it messes with our money. Mm-hmm. It messes with our lifestyle. Yes, it messes it messes with everything. It's not it's not convenient. No nope. to lay it all down on the line for God. It, it just isn't Um, you know, but and and the thing is we don't often see the worth in it mm. uh, yeah. and let me explain that quickly before, before I get kicked out of the church as a heretic <laughs> we don't often see the worth in it because heaven is so far away mm. uh, and so many have died and not seen it so many have died and not received their promise mm. um, and 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 so especially now during the pandemic there's so much suffering going on that we're like okay God really really you know, and there's so many people who are giving up and losing faith because they just don't see the benefit in following God.
0: Yes, you. And,
1: it's um, yeah. you know, and and it's in such a time that God needs platforms just like my testimony. that needs platforms and people who are willing to raise their hand and say, no, it pays to serve Jesus. Amen. It pays every step of the way. Amen. And, and as the song says, though the pathway to glory may sometimes be drear, you'll be happy each step of the way. Um, uh, so, you know,
0: Amen. we need more people to do that.
3: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Absolutely. Wow.
0: Wow. Powerful. See, I <laughs> told you, man, it was worth the wait. Yep. Nothing yeah. before it's time, man. Nothing before it's time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate you having me on. I, um, yeah, I'm always, like I said, again, I'm always surprised when people want to talk about, you know, my journey and my testimony. I'm just, you know, but I'm thankful that God has given me one. Mm -hmm. So that I can share it and hopefully encourage somebody
3: Mm. out
1: there who's a little, you know, weird and quirky like me and grew up sheltered and, you know, trying to make their way in
0: this big world. Mm. Yep. Yep. Definitely. 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 And I know this testimony is going to reach the the, the person that God.
2: Whoever it is that God wants Mm. it to reach. Exactly. So
0: don't be shy about giving your testimony, man. It's powerful, bro.
2: <laughs>
1: well, praise God for that. thank you.
3: um
1: I mean you know, as a um and and I give uh give uh, props to uh, Dr. Ron Smith. uh mm-hmm. he drugged me along for a couple years as a Bible worker, and he mm-hmm. instilled in me the benefit of sharing your testimony when doing uh personal evangelism. Mm-hmm. and um so uh, I have become intimate with my testimony on a granular level, as he would say. And granular, I don't know. I can't talk like him, but um, it you know he just he 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 made he made me write it out, and he made me mm. say it to the table, and he made me get comfortable with it so that I could wow. tell it to people who were trying to introduce them to Jesus. And here we are, telling wow. my testimony on,
0: Amen.
1: on Amen. national, worldwide. Worldwide, <laughs> world,
0: worldwide on YouTube,
1: yeah. I'm speaking that into existence for you. I'm speaking that into
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man. Yeah. God is going to take my testimony where He needs to, where it he
1: needs to it. Go. amen. Yes, it's definitely, good. definitely, amen.
0: Yeah, amen. All right, Josiah, man, thank you so much amen. again. This has been wonderful. Wonderful. wonderful, and um, just uh, we'll continue praying for you. And yes, uh, Sarah and your family and your ministry. And mm-hmm. uh, I know you guys are going to be, um, you guys are already doing it, but mm-hmm. your God is going to take you guys to take the next to level, the level, you know, mm-hmm. with yeah. your ministry, yeah. with mm-hmm. your music and your your preaching and, you know, mm-hmm. and telling telling your testimony throughout the world. Amen. So. Amen. Thank you so I, much.
1: And I, I wish the same success on to uh, you all and, and the ministry that you have, that you started here and And God, blessings, blessings upon that. And Mm -hmm. let's just pray that, you know, it does what it's supposed to does. Yeah. Um, yeah. I talk like that sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) To
0: God be the glory, man. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, Dawn, you'll pray, and then uh, we close out.
2: Loving Father, we thank you so much for this powerful testimony a way that you have led Josiah throughout the whole of his life and have Mm. ordered his steps to do the things that you want him to do to glorify your name. I ask that you continue to be with him and his family, continue to be with their ministry, and continue to love and care for them and protect them, your amazing creation, and the way Mm. that you have put them on this earth just to minister to others. So we pray that as his testimony goes out, that other people will be able to hear it and be able to understand that you are the God that never fails them, that is always faithful, and is always ready to pull them in when they feel that they have no hope. It's our prayer in Jesus' name.
0: Amen, amen, amen. All right, Josiah, thank you so much again. And uh, oh, by the way, where can we find your music?
2: Find your music. music. Yes. Yeah. Um, Let's
1: just do it easy. Go to YouTube, type in Josiah Ruff, yeah. And my music is all there. Now, if you want to buy it, there's iTunes. Yep, yeah, Josiah yeah. Ruff on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon, Josiah Ruff on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anywhere that you can buy music, you can pretty much uh, buy my music there. Uh, I have a website, JosiahRuff.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if you just want to try it before you buy it, go to YouTube mm-hmm. and check it out. Um, it would be great if you would like the channel, subscribe. Um I'm sending you that song, How Does It Feel
0: Anyway? Oh, definitely. Okay, cool. Definitely. Um, yeah. And spell Ruff is spelled R U F F.
1: Yeah, like the dog barks. Yeah. Ruff. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. My yep. uncle, that's uh, what yep. we call him, and that's how we spell it too.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very we, unique. We, we I love be it.
0: love it. Yeah. <laughs> we I be just. Related, I... You know, yeah, so okay. thank you so much again. Yeah. And um, as Josiah said, to subscribe, so uh, make sure you subscribe yeah. to this channel also. You know, just yes. um, and give us your like and like this testimony. And um, let's support each other in ministry yeah, as God has given these ministry for us to uh, to work. And we should encourage each other mm-hmm. along the way. So, mm-hmm. so Josiah, we just encourage you again. And um, God bless you and your family. And uh, we'll talk soon. Okay. All righty, y'all take care. All right, okay.